Hello, and welcome to Talk to Tate Tuesdays. As always, thank you for spending five to seven minutes of your week with me, unless we have guests. And friends, today we do have a guest. Now, I know people always say never to talk politics with friends, but we're gonna break that rule today. Our guest today is a politician, an educator. She has a degree in mathematics, and the most impressive thing to me is that she has a degree in cosmetology, so she always wants to look good. <laughs> but I'm talking too much. We're going to bring her on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, our guest today is Miss Keisha Thomas. What's happening, Keisha? How you doing? Hey, you know what? I'm I'm wonderful and beautiful now that you've said something about the cosmetology like <laughs> Yeah, Keisha, first of all, thank you so much for coming on. We've been trying to do this for a minute. Uh, we just kept missing each other. I know you were going through uh, an, an election that you just won. Congratulations on that. Oh, don't blame uh, it on my election. It was about Michael B. Jordan and, <laughs> and The Rock. And you, you don't, don't, don't even make it about the election. <laughs> so, Keisha, give, <laughs> give us a little bit about your background, some of the things that... Um, what are you doing now? Your title? Um, I know you're on the Fresno board. Just give us a little history. So um, I do quite a few things. Uh, one of the things that is most important to me, besides all of the degrees and master degrees that I've gotten in order to educate students, um, is being a champion for students here in Fresno. It's really important that they have someone to champion for them, that they can call, that their parents can call, that we can figure out how do we um, increase. Right now, my, my, my goal is to increase reading scores because if you can do, if you can read, everything else will come secondary. So um, those are the most important things. Other than that, I also work for my community for a clean shared mobility network through my nonprofit, which is Fresno Career Development Institute. And through that, um, through that program, what we're doing is we are putting electric vehicles, cars and bicycles into the lower socioeconomic areas and creating a space for people who do not have transportation. So, and, and it's like Uber on steroids. So I'm really proud of it, uh, that particular uh, um, pro project. And it's also gonna benefit my students and my parents. So you know what? A, lot of, a lot of people don't know this, but I think the uh, Fresno, school district is actually the second or third largest school district in California. So it, you're it pretty, is, it's big. It is, it is. It's the third largest and we're with the second highest employment uh, facility. So we, we hire more than 10,000 employees and we have more than 70,000 students. It was 74,000 pre-COVID and due to people moving post-pandemic, it's, it's decreased by 4,000. But the other piece to that um, is that our reading and math scores are really low and we need parents and we need voters to get out here and elect people that really care about our students and their education. And Keisha, I'm glad you brought that up, the voting part. I know the election is over, um, but even before, I know you believe in the importance of not waiting to an election year, but knowing your 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 candidates before, correct? So talk about that and talk about how you stay engaged in the non-election years. I'm sorry, repeat that question one more time. Well, I know right now you just won an election. Yeah. So at the end of the day, um, I know you and I have spoken before about continuously being involved as a politician. You, you know, a lot of politicians show up the year of the election. They come to the barbershop, they come to the church, 
<laughs> that's just the truth. It is, it, is, it is very much the truth. We had people slamming doors on, on some, not my people, but slamming doors on some people and saying, why do you guys only come around on election year? What about the rest of the year? Right. Well, let, let me tell you, I show up and show out in my community, period, because it's not only about the school district. It's about creating a one Fresno, a space where we are one in the same and we are fighting all four years and not waiting until, you know, every two years for an election series. Um, you know, presidential elections usually turn out more people than, you know, my little election. But um, honestly, it's it, it's important all the way around. And it's important to make sure that we are showing up all the time, not part of the time. You know, Keisha, I'm gonna give you a little pushback on that one. You just said, your little election, but a lot of people don't know and understand that it's actually the local elections that move uh, most needles. So it's important that we become more involved in, uh, in in our local elections. Would you agree? Right. We keep the wheels turning all the while. The other people are not necessarily um, involved in local elections. Um, take, for instance, what happened in Los Angeles with Fresno City Council. The only reason why the president probably had something to say about it is because he was in the city. You know, normally presidents, senators, you know, uh, Congress people, they don't play a part in the smaller races or in the city uh, policy. Not as much as they sh they should. But, you know, on the other hand, it is it's important for us to make sure we're paying attention. Watching the Fresno City Council uh, meetings on on whatever day ours is on Thursdays, watching the school district um, meetings on Wednesdays. Those are very because some incremental things happen in the city that is important. It's right. not only important to our students, but it's important to the longevity of our city being great. Um, you know, redlining, had people been paying attention, maybe that wouldn't have happened. You know, um, banks disappearing, people changing the land use uh, measures. Those are all the things that are important in the smaller city um, environments that people don't pay attention to. Right. And it's important because right. you find out who are those people that I've elected that may not necessarily have the best interest of the city in, 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 their, uh, in their minds. Keisha, let's, let's jump to education right now. You know, um, reading scores for, for children across the country are down. And, you know, I just remember when I was in school, we had um, we had book reading contests where you would be given, I don't know, 10 books to read during the semester. You would get a prize at the end. Um, I just want to know, are there programs still out there that are encouraging um, our, our kids to really become engaged in reading? Absolutely, there are programs, but we don't always tap into because we're not always paying attention. Um, and I'm gonna say some people because a lot of us do pay attention, um, but we don't always pay attention to what's available at the schools. We have to really tap in and pay attention because what works for one kid doesn't work for another kid. However, if you can find a program such as iReady, which my good friend, Wendy McCulley brought to Fresno Unified, if you can tap into great programs such as that, and get get black kids to excel everybody else will excel they can all kids can work from what african-american if you can touch a african-american student and help that student read it's it's 
it'll be great for all students across the board, whether that's your um, your Spanish speaking students or your 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 students, you know, all your students who have language issues, who have language developments. If you can tap into our African-American students, everything else will turn out awesome. It's proven. Really? So the, yes, there are there are programs for us out there, and they're actually um, I found a few programs that are free for us, um, in which schools are taking into consideration and using. So you know they're saying we want you to use this. Tell us if it works because we want kids to learn how to read. So yes, there are plenty of programs, and then there's some reading programs online that are helpful. But the first and foremost is that we have to pay attention to our student. We have to see what they're bringing home. Most students don't read. They come home, they do their homework, and they hop on the game station. That needs to be limited again. My parents, we couldn't watch TV during the week. Homework, bed, bath, dinner. That was it. Our kids, so, have, our kids have entirely too much freedom with their free time. Um, they're not reading. They're not picking up books. They don't have, you know, a list of books that are on their fave list. Um, kids should be reading on grade level by third grade. Usually if they're not, they're going to fall behind. Keisha, you know, I've read before that um, there's a direct correlation between uh, how well a student reads and how well they do it in our STEM programs, you know, our, our math and our science. You are a math major. Um, is that a true statement or is there too much to that statement? There is a direct correlation. However, um, you know, just being honest, I wasn't a great reader in school. I had to work hard in reading in English. Math was secondary. It was, I mean, math was first for me. It was it was fun for me. I loved it. So again, it's finding something that that student loves. And it wasn't until I started choosing my own books instead of the ones that my teachers were choosing for me that I really began, began to enjoy reading. So, you know, I didn't enjoy history. I didn't, you know, there were some things I didn't enjoy. But, you know, reading was the only way that I was going to get through those courses. When I got to math, I was excited. Like, what's next? What are we going to do? What are we going to build? Right. You know, so that's what made, made it easy for me to enjoy math enough to where I wanted to teach kids something that I didn't get early on. Okay. So, but, okay. So, but there is a correlation. There's a correlation. There is a correlation. <laughs> so I also know that you're involved with a charter school. Uh, yes. You will talk about that because we promote our people on this show. Tell us about oh. your charter school. Oh my goodness. Golden Charter Academy is the best. You know, that that's what we were striving <laughs> for when we started out um, working towards this. I am one of the founding people. However, uh, my son-in-law, Robert Golden, um, he played, he was one of my students, my son-in-law. And so that's funny. That's a funny story all on its own. And I'll have to tell you about that later. But Robert came Came, uh, retired from the NFL. He played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And he said, Mom, I want to retire and come home and start a school. I want to help kids, African-American kids and kids in West Fresno. And I said, well, let's do it because this is on my bucket list. This is something I've always wanted to do. So we put together a few things, but ultimately what we came out with was we wanted to have our own culture. We wanted to start something from the ground up and we wanted to make sure that kids got something that they wouldn't get anywhere else. So we are a school of environmental stewardship. We have MOUs with the Chaffee Zoo. We have MOUs with the Parks and Recreation. We have we have MOUs just all across um, the, the, the state. 
and out of the state because the Pittsburgh Steelers and NFL also play a part in uh, helping with some of the finances that we need to help build our school and make it the greatest. Um, so our kids, they they use universal design for learning. So what that means is they actually get out there, they they use their brains, they touch the grass, they they feel the grass, they draw the grass, they find plants, they find animals, they find out what they eat, how much they weigh, what does it take to feed them? So they do all of these pieces and all while they're doing that, they're learning how do we save the environment? So our kids recycle on campus and with that wow. money that they recycle, they find things that they wanna buy for their campus. So it, it's just, it's an amazing, amazing uh, school. Um, Golden Charter Academy, you can look it up online. And Robert has really championed and done a great job building this school out. And uh, he's just relentless. He just, he will not take no for an answer. So he has built an awesome school with an awesome culture with, I think we're 94% African-American students and it's a K through eight school, but we built it out where the first year was K through three, the second year was K through four. So every year our kids have the next grade to go to. Fantastic. We're, and I, I and I know when you first, I'm so proud of you and, and your son-in-law uh, for, for doing that for the kids. Very proud of you. Keisha, we are so happy. Just thank you for coming on today. Thank and you. I tell people before I let them go, I always play a game. We're gonna play a game. Play, I don't play are games. You, well, we're gonna play games today. Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? Go. Okay. Here's your first. Here's your oh, first God. question. Except for the word love, what is your favorite word? Lust. I'm just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely joking. Uh, learning. Learning. And why? because it's important and that's how you do everything. You learn to love, you learn to read, you learn to do math, you learn how to treat people. Learning is a, a big part of everything we do in our day-to-day -day life. Okay. And the second question is, what is your favorite? Because I know we're all out there, Thanksgiving is Christmas is past us, but we're gonna cheat still. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. What yeah. is your favorite cheat meal? During the holidays or period? Period. Um, probably gumbo. Gumbo. Is that really a cheap meal? Well, kind of, because it has all the flour and all, you know, it's, it's a, it, that's a hearty meal. You can't eat that every day and not gain weight. Oh, okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll accept that answer. Yes. And, and, <laughs> and, our, and our final question, and I'm going to, I tell people this, I've asked this question before, and I'm going to put it exactly the way I used to watch a show called Inside the Actor's Studio. And I'm going to put it exactly the way that the host put it. And uh, his name was James Lipton. And he would ask the question, if heaven exists, when you get there, what do you want God to say to you? Job well done. Job well done. Well, Keisha, today, job well done. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you so much. So friends, Keisha Thomas, thank you so much for coming on. And today's words from, comes from a song by Royal Taylor. And they go, can't stop this clock is counting down. Go down. So many lost waiting to be found. Oh yeah, I would go where you're leading me. God, reach my hands to the least 
of these. I'll be the hope. I'll be the light. I'll be the love. Right now, starting right now. Friends, we'll see you next Tuesday.